Hey everybody, welcome back to the Netflix Movie Club Podcast. I'm Noah. And I'm Tom. Today we're going to be talking about uh, Season 3 of Black Mirror. We gave it a recommendation in the last episode and we liked it so much we decided to watch it. We're going to talk about it, but first... You know, we're going to change up our format a little bit. First off, we're going to be talking about some Netflix news. What do we got, Tom? So, article from CNBC. We mentioned last week or a couple weeks ago that Netflix was looking into providing offline viewing, um, similar to Amazon Instant Video, um, so that we could access you know, their content when we don't have internet access. It turns out that is not... It's not, it, that is kind of coming, but not how we think it is. Um, they're actually looking into bringing that into areas where high internet speeds are not present. So that's talking about like remote areas, um, some of like the Canadian territories that are like kind of remote. There's not a whole lot there. Um, they specifically mentioned the territories. That's why I brought that up. So it's not, I mean, maybe we can still look at or kind of look forward to offline viewing for everybody um but i think at least first it's going to be for a while it's just going to be for kind of remote areas areas like i said that don't have high internet speeds which is kind of disappointing are they talking about like you know at first testing it out in these areas or is it like only this is the only areas that this is going to happen in i think that they i believe i i I don't think the article was super clear but they're talking i think they were more talking about starting it there and kind of going with that I mean, the idea is that they want more subscribers, um, so... This would open up, you know... More subscribers to people that live in remote areas. So I don't think they're worried about people that have it now who do have access to internet. I'm not sure. I hope they expand it. I think it's a nifty feature. I would really use it. Um, I agree. Yeah, for sure. What else we got? Um, you know, years past, there's been... Netflix, specifically, like, documentaries and stuff, have been nominated for Oscars, Um this year, there's kind of, but they haven't won any. Um, this year, there's kind of a clash because I believe it's Amazon has a movie um, with Casey Affleck um, that's, that got nominated for an Oscar, and um, you have Amazon or you have Netflix who's getting nominated for an Oscar at least for the documentary Thirteenth, which are really strong movies and contenders. I have not seen um, Casey Affleck's movie Manchester by the Sea. I believe it's a warm movie though, but it's kind of about how we kind of had the first real battle. Like before Netflix was pretty much dominating that, Hulu and Amazon really didn't have a whole lot of footholds and Oscars or anything like that. They've A lot of them have won Emmys, but no Oscars. So this is the first year we actually have like a competition between two of the big um, streaming services. And it'll be interesting to see... How that who, comes out. Yeah, how it turns out. Especially with like Netflix really been trying to dominate the original content. Next, um, Turner Classic Movies is this new streaming service um, launched a few days ago that has classic movies. Um, They mentioned that Netflix has lost a lot of good titles. We've noticed that, that it's kind of how they're trying to make it. So we mentioned before that they're trying to make it so 50% of the content on Netflix is original. And they seem to be kind of doing that by making more content and by kind of getting rid of third-party titles that are already on there, kind of letting them expire. Um, I believe it's Hulu had for a while had most of or all of the Criterion collection, which are like, you know, just classic movies. And even they don't have as many as they did. They've lost a significant portion. And so Turner Classic Movies um, has the largest collection of classic movies. They specifically uh, mentioned the Criterion collection. And 
but it launched and it immediately broke. The site could not handle the like influx of that many people and it broke immediately. Um, I think that they weren't expecting that many people, obviously. I think though that it would be a really cool um, service. I'd definitely check it out. Um, or I will probably definitely check it out at least to see what kind of stuff they have. I like classic movies and I agree that Netflix has been getting rid of some. So it'd be nice to kind of have a place to watch those. And that's seven bucks a month or $11 a month, depending on what kind of uh, level you're going for. Is there like different packages or something for like, um, like price wise and like, this is what it says. It says movies are the plans start at $7 a month. But if you opt to pay $11 a month, you get the largest collection of criterion movies available for streaming. So it looks like they definitely will have classic movies and stuff, but like, Large, the larger part of their Criterion collection they do have access to will only be available to the members that pay higher. Okay, that's interesting. And eleven dollars really isn't that bad. I believe Netflix is like ten dollars right now. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know Michael Douglas? Yeah, I've he heard of him. is actually considering going back to uh, TV, doing more television work, which is not something you really see. You usually see it go the opposite way with TV stars trying to make it into movies, but. Uh, He's citing this reason, or he's citing the reason for his move to back to like television is Netflix because you know their stuff has been amazing and really good, and that's been like getting really good response, and that's where a lot of the audience is right now. Um, so he's kind of interested in doing that, and I would love to see Michael Douglas be in some kind of Netflix original. I think he's you know a, a tremendous actor, and it'd be like super interesting. Also, those Netflix shows make lots of money, so. I'm sure the pay isn't too bad. And then we can talk about what is coming to Netflix um, this next week, which I believe is the 7th through the 14th. Um, Danger Mouse Season 2 is coming on the 9th. I have no idea what that is. Same. It sounds like a cartoon. I think it's a lot possibly. of cartoons. Because there's a, a next one is on November 11th, All Hail King Julian, which I believe is uh, from Madagascar. Oh, yeah. It's the one with the the, the, lemur. the monkey lemur guy. Uh, Case Season 1. I don't know what that is. Es- Esto Como. I just butchered that. Um, Roman Empire, Reign of Blood, Tales by Light, Season 1. True Memoirs from International Assassin. I don't know if that's a Adam that's Sandler good. movie, but it has Kevin James in it, and it's kind of in that vein where Same he's vibe. like, yeah, he like writes spy books, and everyone then thinks he's a real spy or something like that. Under the Sun also comes out November 11th. November 12th, we have Take Me to the River. November 13th, we have Chalk It Up. And November 14th, we have Carter High. It's not a whole lot of big movies coming out this week. Um, I w- I'm probably going to check out True Memoirs and International Assassin. Just Adam to Sandler see. movies aren't great, but they're like, okay. Kevin James is kind of funny. So we'll see. You got It's kind of something you just got to watch. And then leaving Netflix, there's not also not a whole lot. Only two things. On the 11th, we have Quartet. And on number 14th, we have SEAL Team 8 behind Enemy Lines. And the last big piece of news is that Netflix is expected to pass cable in terms of subscriptions. Really? um, Within the next year or so, which is incredible. You kind of think this cable is like this higher level, but a lot of people have been cutting the cord and switching over to Netflix. And it's cheaper and it's got, you know, immediate access, instant access. So I totally understand I'll show you this chart. The red line is Netflix, um, which is a huge, has a, has a huge incline. While cable has a really sharp, uh, I should say sharp. It's kind of a, like a gradual steady, yeah. decrease. Comcast is way below. I don't know if anybody does Comcast. Uh, but that's crazy. Like it's uh, it's surprising, but also like it's also becoming like a real competitor to cable. Yeah, I believe it. 
Um, that would be interesting to learn more about for sure. I guess I'd really like to see the numbers. They've had like a tremendous last quarter, like we mentioned. They surpassed all their goals. So yeah, it'll be super interesting. Uh, so let's move into the topic of our show today, which is Black Mirror, which is kind of like the Twilight Zone for the modern era. And it deals with namely with technology and stuff. Uh, and so right now we're going to be talking about specifically season three of Black Mirror. Uh, we might, you know, later on talk about like previous seasons, seasons, but right now we're talking about season three. And the reason kind of, I mean, it's a good show, so and it's fun to talk, talk about, so it'll fit in well. But the reason, a big reason of why we're talking about it on our Netflix show is that this last season was actually produced, I believe, or however you want to print phrase it by netflix they it was originally on the bbc for two seasons and netflix picked it up and put it brought it onto their platform and uh so yeah it's a netflix original now yeah there's uh six episodes in this season previously there would only be like three or four i want to say so they uh created definitely way more episodes this time around okay so let's talk about do you want to just talk about each episode individually, or you want to talk, start out with our favorites? Uh, maybe we could go each episode individually, and then in the end, wrap up with our favorites. Okay, so Nosedive is the first episode. It stars Bryce Dallas Howard, which you would probably recognize from Jurassic World. Um, also has Alice Eve, who was in the Star Trek movies. Yeah, uh, I think it was Into Darkness she was in. Yep. And Alan Richardson, which is, he was in a lot of stuff. He's in like Blue Mountain State and TMNT, or not TMNT, He's Teenage in, yeah. Ninja Turtles. TMNT is a different one. Oh yeah, that's the animated one. Yeah. So, uh, so it's got some big names in it, and you really like this episode. How about you uh, kind of tell us what it's about? So without going into like, you know, heavy spoilers or anything, essentially what this episode is about is like in society, in this like dystopian, well not dystopian, I would say, in this like near future like uh, situation, there is like an app or something uh, where like you can rate people from like, you know, one to five stars and like your rating in this app kind of dictates like how like your your life is going to be, like how well you're going to uh, come off like financially, like what kind of job you're going to get, where you're going to live, who your friends are, that sort of thing. And uh, in, in a sense, like it's almost like a uh, extreme exaggeration of like where we're at today with like social networking and whatnot. What, what did you think of it, Tom? I thought it was really good. Um, we mentioned before that it was kind of, like, horrifying to think about. Like, it definitely is going back. Like, right now, we kind we live in an equal um, society. Everybody kind of has the same opportunity. I mean... Quotation marks. Quotation marks. Um, but this is, like, talking about bringing back, like, very distinct class systems, essentially. And I think that's really terrifying that you will be... Your, everything in your life will be dictated by every single social interaction you have. It's really scary to think about. Also, an interesting thing is that China is looking at bringing... I was going to say some, that. ...something similar to this to life. So it's a real prospect that could happen. Uh, yeah, they said, like, the the, the rating system is going to be based on, like, trustworthiness. Yeah, which seems weird. How do you measure that? Yeah, which is, like, kind of... That's, like, a pretty, a pretty broad term, trustworthiness. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to, to see how that turns out but it's really good it kind of follows this girl who is played by Bryce Dallas Howard and yeah it's she is trying to get the high ratings to get the better stuff in life it's really sad to watch and it's I don't know how to explain it it is sad though because you're like you kind of don't want her to win because you're like this is so superficial and fake and stuff 
Um, but at the, the same time, you're rooting for her because she's like the main character. And her brother is probably the most real. Oh, for sure. Like he's my favorite. Like, I would say he like, is how every any one of us would react to um, this whole thing. Yeah, he's like this is obscene and absurd. There's no way. But yeah, it's a really good episode. It's very it, it's a really good critique of society as it is today, like you said, with social media and stuff. So yeah, check out episode one, Nosedive, on Netflix, Black Mirror Season 3. Uh, so episode two is called Playtest. This is actually my favorite episode, I'll say that. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. So you want to take the, the reins on this one? So it's about this guy who is, he's from America and he's like a traveler and he travels, he's been traveling all across the um, world after his dad died, right? Yes. And, uh, which isn't really a spoiler. Um, uh, and he ends up in... He's in the UK. He's in the UK, yep. And uh, he finds that his account is drained, and he's trying to go back home. And he's like, I'll have to do some odd jobs or something to get some some money in my pocket so I can make it back home. And he actually has an app called Odd Jobs, and he finds that there's this video game company, this massive video game company that's been working on, like, VR and stuff, or actually, like, AR, augmented reality. Um, and and he's and there's they have a demo thing that you'll get paid for and he's like I'll definitely do that and he's also like I'll help out my friend who I've been kind of staying with because she's like a journalist and so he goes there and it's all about him testing out this like revolutionary augmented reality thing and it's like very real it's like kind of reminded me of Inception like I'll say there's like very there's a lot of levels to what this thing is and it like definitely messes (coughs) excuse me messes with your mind of like what is real and what's not real. It's probably the most horror episode of all of them, I'd say. There's some definitely some really creepy stuff in there, but because what it is is he the demo is a horror game and he goes into it and it's this like haunted house, and basically he just has to survive or I should say survive last the night without like giving up. A lot of crazy stuff happens and it's really really good for sure. It's really hard to talk about this one without spoilers because it's like so deep. But I definitely think with the way we're moving towards um, VR and stuff, it'd be really cool to have a system like this, um, augmented if it reality worked. and stuff. If it worked, is the main thing. Yeah, like there's the system isn't exactly perfect and it definitely messes with your mind and like what's real and what isn't. Um, it's really it's I think it's I thought it was very good. And it was actually directed by a director that we kind of like, Dan Trachtenberg, who directed Tangler Field Lane, which was Great excellent. Great movie. Uh, but yeah, it was excellent. I, I highly recommend this episode. Any other thoughts on it? Uh, I would just say, like, the uh, main character, Cooper, is very much almost like a Chris Pratt-type character. He definitely is. Or, you know, type of, you know, person. So, I don't want to say he's the most likable character even featured in this whole series, in this whole, like, season. Like, he is the most likable? I think he is. He's definitely the most fun and the most character you can be like, okay, I really, this is upbeat and fun. I'd say it's very dark, but I also feel like it's kind of the most upbeat because he is a fun, lighthearted kind of guy. Like, he's like an everyman, and, like, you can kind of, like, you know, latch onto him and be like, yeah, this dude's cool. I, I want him to to be okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, if you if you like if you like those kind of characters, like Chris Pratt type of people, like, for sure, uh, you're going to like this episode. Uh, and then episode three is called Shut Up and Dance. Uh, it's essentially about uh, this guy and some other people who get blackmailed uh, into doing like a bunch of crazy stuff because uh, these hackers were able to like get into their uh, computers or like, devices or whatever uh, and like see what they were doing like online or like in person because like with the main characters uh, in case he was like <laughs> recorded doing some stuff 
on like uh, his uh, like <laughs> on his computer, his laptop's. Uh, <laughs> I just knocked over my water <laughs> bottle. Uh, he was recorded doing some stuff on like his laptop's uh, camera. Yeah, so, like, and so this whole episode, you kind of feel bad for him to an extent because you're like, these people are getting blackmailed. What did they do that was so bad? He, you meet a character that he's like got to work with because like this company or whatever it is is like watching them and it's like you better do all this stuff or I'll show everybody what you did and you kind of think oh dang that poor kid he wasn't even doing anything that bad and so you meet up with these other guys and like one of the characters that he has to like work with um, got a prostitute and that was the bad thing and they said if you, that guy didn't um, cooperate then they were going to tell his wife and tell everybody and so you're kind of like, how is this kid, at least for me, I was like, how is this kid lumped in with, like, that kind of bad? You know what I mean? Like, he was doing something that's fairly typical. I mean... Well, did you, you know the, the yeah, twist, right? The, but there's a twist at the end. Which and then it's spoiled. like... So you oh kind gosh. of wonder, you're like, why is this happening this whole time? And then at the end, you're like, oh. And you, I mean, without spoiling it, you're kind of like, maybe he, deser- he deserved all this then, because that's messed up. <laughs> Which kind of puts, like, you, the viewer, in, like, a weird situation where it's, like... Because you're, like, I don't want to like this, like, corporation evil thing. I don't know what to call it. A software programmer that is, like, controlling people and manipulating them to do these terrible things. As, like, a means of judgment. Even, like, he's... Not, they're terrible, but they're not... I would say they're on a different level of terrible that isn't so bad as the stuff that people in the um, show did. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a really uh, it's a really good episode. It's like way unlike the previous two ones, I would say. I'd for say sure. yeah, it definitely delves into like the darker part of humanity. Like the last two kind of talked about society and technology. Like we, like that's kind of the strong. That's kind of like the theme of the series is look at technology is doing. And the last two definitely utilized that more. This one was more like talked about. It was a critique of humanity more. I think. I would than say the other so. Two. And then the uh, fourth episode is called San. Junipero, which Junipero? is yeah, the excellent yeah. episode. It's actually the second highest rated episode of the whole series, I believe. I believe it for sure. It was really good. So essentially, this is going to be really hard to do without, without giving spoiling. spoilers. Uh, how far do you think we should go into this? Uh, so basically, you have these two. I think we can say a lot, except for no, I don't, I don't know, because like that's so basically, there's like these people, and they meet up, and it's the '80s or so, or they have a specific year, and I don't remember what it is. Um, and but they, what happens is, what they figure out is that this kind of world that they live in is not what it seems, and is not what it seems. It's kind of yeah, it's there's a lot of like jumping around in time, and like there's things that aren't like you know. This this world isn't what it seems, and these people aren't what it seems. There's uh, two main characters. Uh, 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 what are their names? Kelly and Yorkie. Kelly and Yorkie. They're played by... Uh, Yorkie's actually played by Mackenzie Davis, who is in Hulk and Catch Fire. And the other one's played by... I have no idea how to pronounce this girl's name. Gugu Mabatha-Ra. And I'm so sorry, Gugu, or however you pronounce your name. But yeah, both of them are great. And like, uh, essentially, it's kind of like a love story between the two the two girls. And it's it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, and there's a lot of like... 
I actually, actually, you know, I said that the uh, the playtest one might be the most upbeat, but this one might be because there's not really sad parts to well, it. Well, there's like it some is, sad stuff. There's certainly some sad stuff, but it's like I think it's got a good ending. It, there's a good ending, I would say, probably the best ending, the most uplifting ending in all. Of them. I think a lot of them talk about technology that's like could be useful, or and then or like turn technology on it. This is like a piece of technology that I would love to have. This, like, we won't mention exactly what it is, but the thing that they have in there is. Honestly, something I would isn't the bad thing itself isn't so bad, and even the people aren't so bad. So it's kind of just the way they interact with each other and yeah. the disillusionment. I could see how some people would be against having the technology, like like mm-hmm. it might you know question some things in their beliefs or whatever. Yeah. But like I I think uh, it's definitely like the most positive. Uh, relationship I, with people and technology out of all the episodes, and I would say like. It focuses a lot in the 80s, and the as- the aesthetic of it is, like, amazing. Like, it sure. feels so real. And they, like you said, you jump around the different eras, and you're like, I'm definitely in, like, the 2000s or the 1990s or whatever. And you're like, this is really cool the way they created this. And they also did it all in the same location. So you see how this San Junipero town, and specifically, like, a bar in there, has changed throughout, like, the years. I thought it was it's really interesting. Yeah. But, like I said, probably, actually, like I said, probably the, actually the most uplifting one. Definitely one you should check out. Um, and like, and also, I don't know if we said this, but like this season and this, the show as a whole isn't a serial show. So you can watch any episode. If any of these jump out to you in particular, you can just watch that episode. You don't have to watch any of the other ones. Um, and it will totally make sense because they're not connected at all. Yeah, like if they're completely self-contained, self-contained stories. It's like an anthology type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, that was great. San Junipero, episode four, Black Mirror season three. Awesome. Episode 5 is called Men Against Fire. Uh, this was my personal favorite episode of the series. It is very good. I, this is definitely... A lot oh, of not stuff. the series. I mean, uh, season 3. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, like, we've said it before. I've said it multiple times this episode. But, like, a lot of the stuff, you could definitely see it happening. This is something that I could definitely see happening, at least to some somehow. And that terrifies me. Like, if the technology was there, I completely see this happening and in I, the future. I guarantee it going down exactly like it goes on this episode. Which is like personally it makes it the scariest episode for me. So basically say. what happens is there's these it's in the future and there's these Well without like giving away two spoilers, essentially the situation is like it's like in the future and there's like some huge war and there's like a like what they say was like a nuclear war, I wanna say. I don't remember. Some sort of war and like there are people that have been like contaminated and they or have all these diseases and they look really scary looking yeah got, like sharp teeth and they kind of, i kind of thought they were going to be zombies or something but yeah uh they're just like monstery yeah like these soldiers are like sent to like these different villages to take care of the roaches and uh like you said like they're all like monstrous looking but it's in the future so they have like these uh like head implants or whatever like a, with a heads up display like it like it helps them like you know shoot better with their guns and stuff and like mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of other things uh but yeah this whole situation is not all that it seems and once you find out it's like oh my gosh this is this is insane yeah i don't like we said without spoiling it it's got like a really big twist that you kind of see coming at, at one point in there and you're like oh my god this is huge and this could, it's so real about what we try to do. I mean, like, we try... I think that what they're... 
we're talking about it in very vague terms, but like I think it's something that we try to do now, but in different terms in the way they do it. They make this thing and they make it real in the episode and we try to do it through like emotions and stuff you know what i mean but yeah like through like propaganda and <clears> such <throat> i would say like it's very like much uh i would like in a sense like a critique on like you know the like, military and war and stuff like that in general or? like society today like creating that you know us versus them mentality mm-hmm. with like you know people like within like a country or something or not even like you know not necessarily like within like you know like this country against that country, but like, you know, you know, people looking at like minorities or something, you know what I mean? Or even like, you know, we have the Syrian refugee problem, that, or Muslims or something like that. Where it's like, uh, they're demonizing people over like, you know, demonizing them, dehumanizing them. Exactly. They're not as, you know, it's very, it it definitely, that's probably the theme of this thing. (laughs) They play around with that. They play around with that concept and it's like extremely well done and like really scary. Mm Mm-hmm. And the final episode, whoops, the final episode is called Hated in the Nation. And this is honestly pretty much a full-blown movie. This is the longest episode of the season at, at an hour and a half long. And it's about, it uh, doesn't do too much future stuff. The main future point is that these people invented these high-tech bees that, like, can reproduce to some extent uh, using, like, these 3D printers that they make. And it's to replace the bees that we wiped out Um which is kind of a problem, which I shouldn't say kind of. It is a problem. It is a problem right now, for Nowadays, sure. Nowadays, with the bees being gone, like, that's a dev- that will have a devastating effect on, you know, everything. The environment. Yeah, for and sure. And these people invented this um, technology that replaces the bees. Um, but they found out pretty much that... Uh, like, they're... Like people the, can use them for not great reasons. Not great reasons. Uh, like, this isn't, like, you know, spoiling the exact events or whatever, but the concept is, it's like... Uh, someone is like taking control of the bees and also applied it to like, uh, like the social network. Like some people are using this hashtag, hashtag death to insert name of person. So like, uh, you could say like a name of like a celebrity or a politician. And enough, if enough people are getting this hashtag going, then like that person will be killed by like a bee. And like that stuff happens in the episode, and it's like really crazy and intense, and it's also like kind of like. Uh, like a commentary on like people saying things like crazy things on the internet and like not, you know, you know, being called out for. Yeah, it, it has to do with a lot of like anonymity. Like if everyone else is saying it, why can't I say it? Or so, kind of that. And also like nobody knows it's me. It's I'm behind a computer. I can say whatever I want. I can say death to whoever, and it doesn't matter. It's over a computer. Like it's not. A, I'm not actually like going to their house and threatening them or anything like that. So it's kind of like the distancing talks. You know, it's it's just a critique of again like society and stuff. Like you said, like this like new like internet culture that we have going on yeah, for sure. Pretty much also like mob mentality. Exactly, yeah, mob mentality. Um, and if you are watching this episode and you notice that the main character, um, her voice sounds really familiar, it's because. Uh, that is Kelly McDonald, who voiced Merida in the Disney movie Brave. Hmm. I don't think I noticed that. That's crazy. I mean, I mean it makes sense now. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I was for sure. like, I didn't realize she did uh, live act. I mean, I didn't even know she did voice acting before I heard her in Brave. But I didn't realize she was a live action actress as well. But that's crazy. So, like, the uh, main character in episode six, Hated in the Nation, is vo- is played by the the lady who Honestly, I think it's interesting Merida. because like a lot of these episodes have like 
some of them have big actors and actresses like we saw in the first episode with Bryce Dallas Howard um, she's pretty big right now at least coming off of Jurassic World a lot of them have like I've seen that person somewhere and I can't like place them TV shows and stuff yeah like uh, Playtest the main character is Wyatt Russell who if you saw 22 Jump Street was Zook in that in that movie um, the Men Against Fire uh, there's a psychi- psychologist psychiatrist something like that and he is in uh, that's Michael Kelly who plays I don't know his name in uh, House of Cards and like a bunch of other like TV shows yeah and then like we said there's um, Mackenzie Davis who's in Home and Catch Fire there's like all these people that you're like I've definitely seen that person somewhere and it's like so they're kind of recognizable I don't know I thought that was really interesting and neat that they're kind of giving these people uh, further ground to break into like this industry and I'd love to see them in more Netflix shows I think they all th- knocked it out of the park in their roles absolutely so any final thoughts then on Black Mirror anything else you want to say uh, just that you know like for sure Men Against Fire was like my favorite uh, yeah that that's what I would say yeah least favorite uh, least favorite I want to say not to say that like any of these are bad yeah. at all like all they of them all, are great yeah they all have like the lowest rated one is actually Playtest which has an 8.3 and that's the lowest 8.3 out of 10 that's crazy which is remarkably high for a television series um, I'd say my least favorite honestly is probably Hated in the Nation which is interesting because that's actually the longest but uh, I don't know it just felt too long almost uh, I would agree like uh, that one is my favorite uh, at least favorite uh, but it's, they're all fantastic like we said absolutely um, yeah, Black Mirror is like a fantastic show. You should check it out. Like we said, not serial. You can watch any of these episodes that jump out to you or all of them if you want. We kind of binge watched it in like one day. Yeah. Which yeah. it was like, hey, want to watch this Black Mirror it just came out? And then we were like, okay, what's well, the next episode? And the next episode. And then it just spiraled out of control. We and just couldn't before stop. Before we know it, it was six and a half hours later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, fantastic show. Um, so if next week, we'll talk about what we're talking about next week, is we're going to talk about Goodwill Hunting. Starring Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Robin Williams. Yes, and it's not a comedic movie, though, despite Robin Williams being in it. It's a little heavy, but it's it's really good, for sure. Uh, they, it, won, it, won Os- it won an Oscar, I believe, for best... Screenplay? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was very highly regarded, but maybe you haven't seen it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it in depth. Um, so there will be spoilers. It's not really a movie that you can spoil, though. You know what I mean? I mean, you... You can, sort of, but, like, not really. It's it, Yeah, there's no, like, twists or anything like that, really. Yeah. It's pretty it's pretty linear and straightforward. Um, but it's a very good movie, and we're going to go in-depth as much as we can um, into that movie. Um, so, you want to plug us? Yeah, uh, we have a Twitter page. It's at CMU underscore Netflix Club. If you want, you could tweet at us and give us suggestions for movies or TV shows, because uh, we talked about, you know, Black Mirror today. We want to maybe try start watching TV shows. Uh, you can send us suggestions. We could talk about it on the podcast, and we could like have a conversation. Did you like Black Mirror? What'd you think of it? Did you like what all was your favorite episode? Exactly. Be a part of the conversation uh, and follow us at CMU underscore Netflix Club. That's pretty much it for the podcast. I would say for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm Noah. I'm Tom. See you next time. Ha, ha, ha.
Welcome to the Netflix Club Podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Noah. <laughs> and uh, this week we're going to be talking about uh, Black Mirror Season 3. <laughs> oh my god. Season 3, uh, which is was put out by Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> okay. Can we... I'm so sorry. 